Hello, and welcome to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship here in Longview, Washington. And today, in our journey through the New Testament devotionally, we are looking at Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, a great chapter. Um, it begins actually with Jesus and his commission of the disciples to go and to to preach and to heal. And, uh, and he empowers his disciples to do just that. And where I want to turn today is I want to turn to when his disciples return to him after going and doing miraculous work, after the, the incredible ministry that he commissions them to do, after they have accomplished this, and now they're returning to him. And these guys, they are, uh, I think the modern word is they're stoked. They're, they're amazed. They're excited. They're rejoicing. So why don't you turn with me? Let's uh, let's jump in. I want to look at verses 17 through 20. Here's what the scripture says. It says, The 72 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Now, this is this is really uh, an interesting passage here. If we go back up to the, to the top, we see them, they return. I want you to notice they return with joy. They're rejoicing. They're thrilled. And then they describe why they're thrilled. So even the demons listen to us. They've seen Jesus cast out demons. And now they are casting out demons. And whoa, demons are responding. Demons are obeying them. Why? Because they have the power of Jesus. You look at Jesus' response. He says, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Jesus was there at Satan's fall. And and because of that, Jesus, he is divine. He is eternal. We we, we just noticed that his presence, he was in heaven when that happened. And so we look at this and we say, wow, Jesus is not only divine, but, but he has authority. Because Jesus has authority, well, keep going. Behold, I have given you authority. He has given them authority, the authority that he has. That's why these demons obey. He says, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. Now, he gave them this authority in that specific commissioning. This does not mean if you're a believer in Jesus, you can go and you can walk on a scorpion with a bare foot and and everything's hunky-dory and you got no problems. That's not the promise here. Jesus is describing that he, with all of the authority he has, has given them authority. And in, in that, that's why they've been safe and that's why they've been able to, that's why they've been able to interact with demonic forces the way they have. But this is not actually what I wanted to focus on. I wanted to press a little bit further into this next verse. And I want us to see what Jesus, what Jesus wants them to rejoice in. Because they're rejoicing that demonic spirits obey them. They're rejoicing in the power they have been given. They're rejoicing in the gifts that have been entrusted to them, spiritually speaking. And Jesus, he says, nevertheless, do not rejoice in this that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Here's what 
these disciples who were given great power in, in that moment, here's what they are to rejoice in. Not their gifting, not their power, not their ministry, but their identity that is now found as a citizen of heaven. I once heard someone talk about this and they say, don't rejoice in the gift, rejoice in God's grace. Rejoice that you and I, that we, if we have trusted in Jesus and his death and resurrection, our names are written in heaven. This is what Jesus instructs his disciples to focus on and to rejoice in. How easy is it for us to, to rejoice over the ministry we do? How easy is it for you and I to be really excited about the things we accomplish, especially the things we accomplish by the power of God's Spirit dwelling in us? I know for me, the, the, the privilege that I have to preach, you know, and I, I hope when I preach, it's it's a, a good sermon. More than that, I, I hope I'm preaching in a way that honors the Lord. That is my primary goal is I'm there to worship him as I share his word. And, and I feel joy when I get to do that. I, I rejoice that I have that amazing opportunity. But at the end of the day, what do I rejoice in? That I get to preach? <laughs> uh, I'm to rejoice that my name is written in heaven. What about you? Moms and dads as you parent your children and things are going okay in the moments when they're going good and 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 by God's grace, you're doing what you're supposed to. Uh, we rejoice in that, yes. But there's a greater joy that you are a citizen of heaven. Uh, teenagers, when you, when you get those opportunities to serve, specifically when you get those opportunities to serve in the church, to meet a need, and you're like looking at yourself like, I'm a teenager. And, and sometimes as teens, you think, man, I'm, I'm so unexperienced or inexperienced. I, all these people are better at many other things than me. And, and yet I've been entrusted to do something that honors the Lord. And then you do it and you're like, wow, look, look how God used me. You can rejoice in that, but even more so. Rejoice that your name is written in heaven. This is, this is the, ancient, the ancient way for our modern day. You know, if you turn toward the end of this chapter, this is a great chapter. You, you see the, the good Samaritan who ends up serving. He, he does something great, in, in really in God's name. You have the story of Martha and Mary. One is sitting at the feet of Jesus. The other is busy serving. I think that story actually parallels this story. Because you, you, you and I, we begin to realize our service is important. Our service is good. But what's more important? What's even better? The best thing for you and I is that we know the Lord. That we have been saved by the Lord. That we can grow in our knowing Christ, in the power of his resurrection. And that ultimately that our names are written in heaven. That's the, that's the ancient way for the modern day. Will you take some time as this video, when you, when you turn it off, just take some time and rejoice. Give thanks to the Lord for, for all the good that you're able to do, for all the ways you're able to serve him, whether grand or small. But, but move past that pretty quickly and rejoice and give thanks ultimately that, that your name is written in heaven.